listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with me, Jade Elliott, where we talk all things pregnancy, children, and parenting. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 News podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health. You're listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with myself, Jade Elliott. Joined today by Carrie Martinez with the Utah Department of Health. We're talking about milestones today. Thank you for being with us. Yes, thanks for having me. We know the importance of developmental milestones. We also know that every child can reach them at different points. Uh, But there are things that we should be looking at as parents or caregivers uh, in regards to when, uh, when our children should be reaching some of those milestones or kind of in that that range of where they should be meeting them. So we're talking about uh, that 12-month range, that one-year-old, where a lot of things can start to change developmentally uh, for your child. They start to kind of move out of that kind of baby phase and a little more into the toddler phase. Um, They definitely start moving more around that one-year mark. And um, so we know that these milestones are important to you know, kind of keep an eye on. Um, So social and emotional, let's start there and and kind of what we should be looking at as our baby hits that one-year point. Yes, um, the the one-year-old, the 12-month-old, they're just amazing. Um, They're discovering everything. And in the social-emotional range, they're starting to get a little nervous. Even though they want to explore more, they're nervous uh, in new environments and around new people. They will cry when mom and dad leave, and then they'll be happy when mom and dad return. They might show some fear in unfamiliar situations like or with unfamiliar people, like meeting Santa Claus for the first time could scare a 12-month-old. They may put their arms out to start helping get dressed. And they're starting to play simple games um, like pat a cake and peekaboo. And these all fall under that social emotional development at 12 months of age. And then they also start talking a little more. The language and communication milestone really starts to change at that that 12 month age range. Yes, absolutely. They will use some one word utterances, um, but mostly they'll say words like mama, dada, and then they'll do a lot of like um, what, what, nonsense words with tone utterances so you know it's they're trying to talk some uh, ooh, ah, ee, like that but it's not really a word they'll shake their head no when they don't want something they're starting to wave bye-bye and they are attempting to say one or two words um other than mama and dada and it's also a good it's also a good age range um i feel like we did this with our kids um kind of between that six and 12 month age range to start incorporating some sign language um, because they aren't completely verbal. And so trying to understand a little more about what they want or what their needs may be at that moment, um, we started incorporating some of that. That's a wonderful idea to do. Yeah, children can learn more and um, please and thank you and up. I mean, they can learn the basic one word in sign and help them communicate. It helps with frustration because they can't vocalize words they want to use quite yet. And so, yes, incorporating sign language at this age is really important. And I think it's also really important for homes that have 
dual language learners or dual language parents to use both languages. Um, if you're going to say cup, use it in both languages so that the child understands that cup means the same thing in both those languages and they absorb everything. And it's, it's super important at this age if you're going to incorporate sign language or another language to use it all the time interchangeably. And that kind of goes into some of that cognitive aspect of milestones, the learning, the thinking, the problem solving. What, what kind of milestones should our 12-month-old be reaching at that point? Yeah, so they're going to start to use things correctly, like a cup, a brush. Um, they will be banging things together and using things to throw, shake, drop, and they may or may not be toys. So it's a good idea to have toys readily available for that action because it is a cognitive development. They'll look at a picture in a book and will copy gestures, again, like peekaboo and pat-a-cake. Um, they will pick up a toy and they will put it into a container and take it out of a container and put it into a container and take it out of a container. And these are fun games for them, but they're all helping develop their cognition. And they also start moving a little more. This is when childproofing definitely needs to be done in the home or wherever they're at during the day uh, with a caregiver um, because the movement and physical development starts to change quite a bit of a year. I know uh, at a year, that's when our youngest took his very first step. And then you never stopped. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like first steps, couple steps, then running. Um, they, they, so it's important to recognize that even though they're a year old, appropriate development could be just standing, pulling up to stand or being placed in stand alone. And so if a, if a parent has a cousin who's 12 month old is running, that doesn't mean that their child at 12 months old who can pull up to stand and cruise along furniture isn't developing appropriately. They can look a lot different at this age, but one of the, um, or the, the milestone markers for gross motor at this age is pulling up to stand, cruising along furniture. Some of the, the common things is if you're cooking dinner, they'll pull up onto your leg while you're cooking dinner or hold onto the cupboard. So safe, um, you know, safety proofing your home is a great idea at this age. And I, that's such an important thing that you note too, that, you know, it's so easy for us to compare milestone to milestone from child to child and, and think, oh, well, my child's not doing what that child's doing and they're the same age. They're just days apart. Uh, is there something that I should be looking at? And every child develops so different. Um, you know, us as parents have to remember that and to not compare and to not get too concerned if you know we don't think a milestone is being met at that moment because um, there are times where you know we should maybe think okay what if my child isn't meeting this milestone and at what point you know do we get there and, and what should we do if we think that there maybe is a, a development issue or or not developing to you know that milestone we think they should be at Absolutely. Um, again, we shouldn't be comparing our children, but we do. So um, it's important for families, our parents, to write, to know the milestones for each developmental age. And if they don't, they can look them up and find them. And so at 12 months of age, if they see that their child is pulling up to stand, is cruising along furniture, but their cousin's baby's running around the house, they're going to know that they're okay. They're just going to 
they're going to know that my child's hitting the milestones that they need. And so I don't need to worry. But if they're looking at the 12 month milestone and they're having concerns, like maybe their child is just barely moving into sit position on their own, and that isn't the 12 month milestone marker, then maybe they would want to talk with their child care provider or their pediatrician at the 12 month checkup and ask for um, ideas and suggestions. And also it's important to use the milestone checker to for parents so they know what's next and how to practice, play practice with their child in those skills so that they can help their child progress because they know their child the best, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think, uh, you know, I liked what you said. We shouldn't compare our children, but we do. Uh, whether it's, you know, our children as siblings or our children, you know, with, with friends or family. Um, but on the flip side of it, you know, knowing those milestones is important. But maybe someone doesn't know every milestone and then they are starting to compare. And, and that becomes kind of an important tool as well because then maybe you can understand a milestone better or look and think well you know so and so's child is at point x and i don't feel like mine is yet maybe this is something i should be worried about maybe it can alert you to um a milestone that you might want to check up on as well Absolutely. I mean, sometimes it's that motivation that helps us practice more with our child. Maybe we just hadn't been thinking of that as something our child was ready for. And so we see another child doing that. We go home, we practice it, and voila, they do it, right? So it's, it is good for us to know what the milestones are. It is good for us to ha have other children in our lives to see what um, developmentally appropriate milestones are. And then it is good to recognize that I know my child best and I can increase these skills through play, play practice with my own child. Yeah, and I love that. I love the play practice side of it because, you know, a lot of the times the, the parent can get their child kind of back on track with that milestone, with that, you know, developmental moment. Um, without even necessarily needing to see a provider for something. Absolutely. Um, if a parent is concerned and then and then starts practicing in that area, oftentimes um, it just was that the child wasn't given the opportunity to use that skill or to practice that skill. And parents will be like totally amazed. I didn't know that he could do this, and then we did it, and then he mastered it. So it's important for parents to to practice those things through play with their child. Um, children love their parents the most or their caregiver the most, so they're going to um, react positively to that interaction and development can happen quite fast. Uh, in some occasions though, if a parent recognizes that there needs to be play practice on a, a specific skill and the development doesn't quite happen, then that would be when they wanted to reach out to the um, early care professionals in their environment or around them to seek additional help or resources. And I know that you guys have some amazing resources at the Utah Department of Health. What are some of those resources um, that parents can look at if they think, okay, maybe I need to maybe check on a milestone or, milestone or understand them a little better? Right, exactly. There is the um, CDC website has a milestone tracker that parents can um, download onto their phone. And then we, um, the Ages and Stages also has a free resources page, and parents can look that up at agesandstages.com, free resources. The Utah Department of Health has 
um, local health departments, WIC offices, Office of Home Visiting. There's also the Parents as Teachers Program and um, Help Me Grow Utah are all great resources to reach out to to have a screen done. Families can reach out to their pediatrician or their medical provider. And there's also um, the Baby Watching Early Intervention site. Great. Thank you so much. Carrie Martinez with the Utah Department of Health. We appreciate you and uh, walking us through these milestones for our one-year-old. Thank you. And that concludes this episode of the Baby Your Baby podcast. Thanks for joining me, Jade Elliott, and our guest for this week's Baby Your Baby podcast. If you have a topic that you'd like our Baby Your Baby experts to discuss, leave us a comment and don't forget to subscribe. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health.